Warning. What you're about to hear is born of long years of deep friendship, shared experience, brutal honesty, and the reconciling grace of Jesus Christ. Please do not walk up to the first black or white person you know and start this sort of banter. It will not end well. Welcome to Racial Heresy, the show where two Episcopal priests, one black, one white, attempt to violate the established racial doctrines of American culture and provoke you to do the same. Allow me to introduce Father Jarrell Ballantine, a black Madonna and child-loving, I told you so saying, Christian theology rewriting, priest, husband, father, friend, and all-around good degree. And allow me to introduce Father Case Ramey, a liberal heart-bleeding, gradualism, can't we slow it down, appealing, slave castle touring, teaching his children about white supremacy, priest, husband, father, friend, and all-around high-quality cracker. How are you, brother? I am good. I'm good. Merry Christmas. We're almost there. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I mean, who knows? If 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 I'm slacking, y'all, uh, this show will greet you oh. after Christmas. Father That's Case right. blew my cover, so now I got to oh, try oh, to get this oh. out while it's still Advent, but I probably won't. Who knows? <laughs> you got 12 days. You got 12 days of Christmas. I'm just so excited because... Everywhere I turn, there's white Jesus. Oh my lord! We got him in the songs. It's just, it's, it's just. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas all over again, and and it's all coming true, which is oh, just beautiful. It's man, just beautiful. oh man! I remember in the Caribbean where I'm from, St. Thomas Virgin Islands, Vi Massive. Uh, we would had we had this song said, "I don't want no white Christmas." <laughs> hey but i digress because that's a different show we've already talked about white jesus and brown jesus and black jesus and and we'll revisit that at some point but not today nah. what do we got on tap today oh man you know it's, it's 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 nothing like the good old season of advent to have this sort of conversation advent when we prepare our hearts our minds to receive the incarnate word to receive the word made flesh in our midst and bringing life and light into the world for our salvation and 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 just thinking about you know where where we look to for our salvation whatever that dynamic is maybe us as people in general maybe us in particular as black people we're gonna dive into that a little more but just where we look to for our salvation and and, and who we trust and the reason that was <laughs> on my mind right is last night um you know last night for for for, for this non-evergreen recording right but <laughs> <laughs> but i was watching uh pbs evening news right the, the news hour as they call it and they had this <laughs> uh report about uh, they call them housing mobility programs. And this one in particular is in Ferguson, Missouri. Uh, and, and there's one in Baltimore, you know, and, and there's one in Chicago. And there's a couple springing up in all these hotbeds of, quote unquote, urban violence and, and inner city blight and so on and so forth. Um, and these programs are, you know, you know, housing voucher programs are another type of name for these, you know, housing mobility programs. These programs are designed to give assistance to needy coloreds, needy black folk, and help them move out of these blighted neighborhoods, move out of black communities, and move into white neighborhoods where they can get better food, better access to groceries, better, you know, education, schools for their children, so on and so forth. And though, the, you know, they are, yeah, it's wonderful. Beautiful. They apply for membership into these lift, programs. Yeah. Lift them up. Oh, my lift Lord, them up. you know. An uplift, you I know, love A it. hand up and a hand out, both hands. You know, and, you know, it, uh, and as I was watching this and these people were celebrating these stories and, 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 and all this quote unquote upward mobility, 
I just found myself instantly like, ooh, I don't trust that. You know, I see what's going on here, you know, and, and, and I'm like, you know, and I turned to my, my mom because thanks be to God, my parents are in town from the Virgin Islands after those two Category 5 hurricanes. Remember the Virgin Islands, y'all, but I digress. My parents are in town, so I'm watching the news with my parents and I turned to them and I'm like, I don't trust this because if I know white folks like I think I know white folks, the main thrust of such a program is to dilute the black power base. You know, so mm. so let's go in and let's tell black people we're going to give them something good, something to help them. And what we really intend on doing is diluting the black power base, spreading them out so that the next time there's some sort of shooting of an unarmed black man or some sort of closing of a school that's that's and, and forcing, you know, children to be bussed all over the county. Whenever there's something crazy going on in the black community, the black power base has been diluted such that there is no effective resistance to oppression. Mm. Uh, mm. See, that's, that's, that is hard. It is hard for me to, to give up trusting the system. It is hard for me to give up trusting like all white people. Oh I man, mean, essentially yeah. that's what we're talking about. Here, oh right? yeah. I oh mean, yeah. And it's hard. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, okay. Oh, wait, we're like, Brown v. Board of Education, that was that was right. Like we elected a black president, and I understand we got some backlash and things like that, but that was that was right. You know, we got we got all sorts of of evidence, we got all sorts of change, we have all sorts of examples that that I point to and others point to, and that I hold on to, that I cling to for hope in in this time where like who do you trust? What's going on? I don't know. I'm like I mean, I, I hear you, and... But you see, I, I, I'm glad you talk about that trust because, you know, and, and, and the evidence, right? Because, you know, when I look at when I look at the evidence, right, and, and, and hindsight being 2020, as we say, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Brown versus Board of Education, you brought that up. And, and, and I love to bring that up. And I get castigated all the time. I get cast out as a heretic, as a heathen all the time. But this is racial heresy, so what, you know, who cares, right? But um, when, 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 when I look at that, right, and you say... Brown versus Board of Education, landmark civil rights case on on segregation and on and leading to desegregation, arguing that position, uh, arguing that um, American doctrine uh, established racial doctrine of separate but equal, right? And so separate but equal is bad, and so we need integration. And and and, and everybody, mm -hmm. said, but I don't even I don't even think that that's the necessary answer, you know. Um, separate but equal was a problem, but was the problem that we were separate or was the problem that the separate was not equal? You know, because now we have desegregation and schools are still unequal. You look at schooling in the inner city, you look at schooling, school, schools are, there's reports that talk about how schools are more segregated now than, 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 than ever before. And, and it's segregated now, not along racial lines, but along, you know, demographic, you know, economic lines and which always come back to racial lines. So you'll see mm -hmm. schools mm -hmm. in the inner city, schools in schools in, you know, uh, Pine Hills, you know, in Orlando area where I live, schools in southeast D.C. where I, you know, in areas where I used to live, where they're 98, 99 percent black. And you'll see schools in, you know, north. Northwest DC, real far northwest near Chevy Chase, you know, schools in Virginia where you are, the Falls, you know, you know, Falls Church area, so on and so forth, that are 98, 99% white. 
you know, schools in Dr. Phillips, where I happen to live, that are that are 90% white, you know, and they're still so they're still segregated, right? And so and and they're still unequal in those poor black communities. Mm. But I, I, it, okay, I, I'm trying to find a way not to start the sentence with but. <laughs> right? And and um, uh, I mean, but but yet. <laughs> If I mean this is this is evidence of change. I mean, how how do I not trust? Uh, uh, okay, I mean, it, so it didn't work entirely. I mean, it didn't it didn't work a hundred percent, right? But but to to use that to then just have to let go. I mean, to to man, I know it's hard. You I know, know. It's, it's it's hard not from from the perspective of somebody that's not a person of color, right? But you know. You know, from 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 history, right? We have these this evidence of you know everything the quote unquote white man has given us coming back to bite us in the ass, right? Like Native mm-hmm. Americans thought that they were being moved someplace and given blankets for their journey. Turned out that those blankets contained smallpox. You know, Native Americans thought that they were signing treaties with the government to be respected as an independent nation. Turns out that they were just signing fake pieces of paper that have no meaning, have no bearing on anything. You know, you know, black folks thought that they were, you know, getting freedom from slavery only to turn around and become sharecroppers. Thought that they were getting freedom from sharecropping only to turn around and, and, and be ushered into, you know, uh, the, the prison industrial complex. You know, so, you know, every step of the way, you know, there, 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 there's some sort of something you know, that shows, I mean, you can go, you can go nationally, you can go globally, you know, black folks think that they get in USAID, you know, World Bank relief, IMF relief, and then it only comes out that they're getting predatory lending at 300% interest, you know, like every Mm -hmm. step of the way, there's been evidence that whatever white folks give you, your first inclination should be to question it, to challenge it, to think that it ain't for your good, you know, and so, you know, when, when when I look at things like this housing mobility stuff, right? Um, we have every reason to to distrust it, every reason to 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 look at it with a jaundiced eye, right? And so that's where it comes mm. into, you know, who do you trust? Where do you place your trust? You know, and we talk about you know trusting God versus trusting humanity, and set up that dichotomy, right? And it's like we we have come to the point where we trust in humanity, we trust in specifically in white people. To, to get it right, right? Which is which mm-hmm. also gives credence to white supremacy, right? Like we we trust in this white man who's been historically bad to us, historically against us, historically not trustworthy. We trust in them to give us something that's going to be for our good. Well, and that is that is I think definitely the 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 core of this doctrine, right? Even if it's hard and I struggle with with the implications, I mean, I think I can. I think I can at least at this point be at the spot where I can recognize there is a doctrine here in our culture, right? In 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 this country that says, "Hey, look, keep calm and trust the evidence." Right? right? Keep all those all those nice little right, posters right, right. and keep t-shirts, calm right? Like, yeah, keep calm, right? Keep calm and carry on, right? And we're and what and what I and even I'm being told that, right? I mean, and I was thinking about it as you were talking, it, it's not just black folks that are being fed this, right? Right. right. I mean, right. That That's the, the ins, not insidious. I mean, it's pretty obvious when you get to it. Right. I mean, that's the nature of white supremacy. Right. Even even white folks 
like I'm being told as a white progressive, liberal, faithful, whatever, you know, you want to modify me with, right? As a white man, I'm being told, well, it's okay. Keep calm and trust the evidence, right? right? You're not racist. I'm not right. racist. We're not racist as a society. Look at the progress we've look made. At, look at the progress we've made. Just look at the evidence, right? Look at the evidence. Right. 50 years and, ago, black folks couldn't vote. And look at them now. Mm -hmm, you know, trust mm -hmm. trust the evidence. You know? Yeah. Um, and and kind of like what we talked about before show in our pre-show work, y'all. Um, we wanted to stay, case was 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 particular to try to stay away from this issue of gradualism, right? And and this isn't about gradualism, but I do want to draw out that nuance, the, the reason that we wanted to stay away <laughs> from that, right? Because, yes, Dr. King always talked about the sin of gradualism, that, you know, we just got to pro progress and, and progress and make progress slowly. Um, and, and so long as we make progress slowly and everything will be all right. But the issue here is, and this is why we wanted to stay away from that issue of gradualism, and here's the nuance, is that even if that even if it happened overnight, you still should not trust it. And it's almost like, especially if it happened overnight, like what white person right, right. is gonna give you something good quickly, you know? <laughs> like that, <laughs> right? We're talking about quality here, right? Not not uh, not speed or uh, or pace. Right. Right? We're talking about the, the quality. Right. Yeah. Oh, often. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. Yeah. Well. So. So that's that's the doctrine, and, and we we you know we talked about it before before we named it, but. If that if that's what we're being fed, keep calm and trust the evidence, and and we're all being fed that. If that's the doctrine, the racial doctrine of our of our culture, then then what's the heresy, right? I mean, I I okay, all right, I pause. Man, it, this is I'm trying to jump right out of my discomfort. Right, right. I'm trying to jump right. right which to, is exactly the problem, right? is exactly the problem, right? It's like that that is exactly. The, the the what happens and what's wrong with our society and why you end up having it why you have toxic charity right we talked about that whole idea of you know toxic charity versus flat out deception right because when you look at when you look at the evidence and you see the witness of it right the the what 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 lays in its wake right you're faced with either two things either it was flat out deception and mm -hmm. white folks had every intention of of screwing people of color, but gave it to them with a smile. Or it was toxic charity where people thought they were well-intentioned, but did not take the time, did not sit with it long enough to consider the implications. Yeah. Right? And so people are well-intentioned with these housing mobility things. We can say that. But they're not sitting with it long enough to understand the implications of what you do when you end up teaching a people that there is nothing good in their community. And if they want a better life for themselves, they need to leave their community, leave their people. If they want a better life for themselves, they need to come live around white folks. Because when you live around white folks, your life is better. You know, mm, you can attest to that. Yeah, you know, I, and exactly. I say that with all of the inconsistencies of the fact that I live in a white neighborhood. You know, um, yeah. but still the idea that, you know, uh, in order to perpetuate the idea, continuing the idea, reinforcing the idea, making it true that the only way to get a better life for yourself is to leave your people and come around white folks ultimately reinforces the very premise of white supremacy. Mm. And so those who support those ideas ultimately end up inadvertently 
reinforcing white supremacy. And that's hard. That's a hard nut to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, 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 there's very little for, for me. And that's the, the challenge, right? That there, there's very little left to hold on to. Right. I mean, as things sort of crumble before me, right, I want to trust the evidence. And, and as the, as the evidence crumbles, I, I, as a white man am faced with either, um, well, uh, I don't want to admit somehow that I, I am actually racist or, and I don't want to sit in this discomfort of, of what my participation is in a system that perpetuates this white supremacy. And so I guess like in a lot of ways, my only option is to kind of shore up this, um, this doctrine to shore up this, this false reality that says, um, you know, I, I just just hold on. I can, I can, I, there, I can point to examples that that make it okay. That that mean I'm okay, right? right? That mean that that the future is going to be okay. That 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 tomorrow I am going to wake up and and it's still going to be all right. And and I know this and I know that and I know I know people are dying and I know it's not mostly white folks and I, yeah, all of that stuff. And but I can somehow continue to face the day. I can somehow continue to exist. Just, um, you know what's beautiful about this, right? <laughs> is it gives me an opportunity to preach your sermon. You know, Case and I talk about how there's, every preacher has like one sermon and we joke and say that my sermon is all always reconciliation, whatever, whatever it comes to, it comes to reconciliation. And his sermon is always identity. Whatever it comes to, it's your identity in Christ Jesus. And so, you know, when you talk about that, you're right, you know, because if you, if you, but it, it goes back to where our trust is. You know, for when we talked mm -hmm. earlier, we talked about black folks trusting in the system, trusting in the, I like to say, the benevolence of malevolent people, you know, trusting in the yeah. goodness of people who have been inherently wicked to you. Right. But at the same time, I remember this. I think it was a Dodge commercial a few years ago, a Super Bowl commercial that was like the things we make make, make us. You know, and this white notion that mm. we are defined, our identity is determined by the things that we make, including the society that we create. And so we have to Ooh. agree that the society that we've created is good, because if the society that we've created is bad, then that means that we are bad, that our identity is bad. Mm. But that's not the mm. truth of the gospel. The truth of the gospel is that our identity is founded in Jesus Christ who redeems us, who accepts us, who forgives us, even in the midst of creating a bad society. And so that identity, that truth allows you, allows progressives, allows white liberals, allows those who want to be white allies to identify that, yes, they have contributed to creating an ass-backwards society, a corrupt society. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But by the grace of God in Jesus Christ, they are still children of God. They are still his beloved, his highly favored. And because of that, they can change. And they and because of that, they are encouraged to and 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 motivated to and inspired to do different to identify and embrace their participation in a system that creates toxic charity or that creates flat out deception and to wholeheartedly repent and make that change for the sake of the identity that they have been given as children of god hmm and you preach my sermon pretty well, brother. <laughs> I've been listening to you, bro. Been... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. You've been paying attention. That's yeah, good. I can but, learn from a white man. Kinda... <laughs> that that so that all right. So we got some we got some gospel good news for for white folks right out there. 
and, and for and for folks like me, right? I mean that 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 sense of identity grounded in something other than this reality that white supremacy has tried to create for us. Right. Um, we ain't gonna leave all those black folks hanging. Nah, 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 nah. You know because I always got something to say. You know, and and, and it's like you know back to that whole idea of who we trust. You know, it's like you know, I shall look to the hills from whence comes my help. You know that my help comes from the Lord God, creators of heaven and earth. Like. I don't look to humanity for my help. I don't look to the system or the shit system, as Rastafarians would say, for my help. I don't look to uh, any quote unquote man. Not like, no man, you know, again, no man is an island. Not like I don't need people because we're all about communion and being in communion. But it's not that you, Mr. White Man, are my Lord and Savior. And so, you know, white Jesus in the face of Father Case, come and save me. Please do something to help me out of this situation. My trust and my hope comes in God. And because my trust and my hope comes in God, I am free to and also encouraged to, as the scripture says, taste the, or test all of the spirits to see whether or not they are from God. And so I am encouraged by the gospel to look at what you give me, to look at what society gives me, to look at what this society that has always been against me has given me and to test it to see, is this something that I can be that I should be trusting? Or is this something that I should mm -hmm. see it mm -hmm. as deception or even as toxic charity? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, even as, as we were preparing and, and, and talking about this today, I, I there was a verse that came to mind. Um, from John 14, um, and it says, uh, where is it? I do not give as the world gives, right? I don't give to you as the oh, world yeah. gives. And the first part of that is, is peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives, right? And I had always heard that, and that, and a, and a company verse, right? All the, all the good and perfect gifts come from above, mm -hmm. right? Like, I'd always heard that in kind of a, uh, you know, bright and shiny, neat and warm and fuzzy, kind of like, oh, the good and perfect gifts come from God, right? right? Like, it, and and thanks be to and God, there, come from God. And thanks be to God for that. And and the, the deepening that I hear today, right, both for white folks and for black folks, right, I think to kind of bring this together in, in a little bit of reconciliation, I hope, <laughs> right, try, right? Um, is, is, is not just... Um, goodness in that but warning and power right that 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 god gives differently right that, that good and perfect comes from god and stuff that comes from white supremacy or stuff that comes from society or stuff that comes from government or stuff that comes from something that is other than god right if good and perfect comes from god if it's not coming from god you've you got to at least ask the question right, <laughs> right? i mean we got to at least at the very least just be like well, let me check on that, right? Let right. Me, let me get some ID or something and, and see. All right, know, let's check some ID. There, let me card it. <laughs> let me card um, it. Is it 18? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it drinking? Yeah, and that, right. And that, that, I don't know. There, there feels like some, some freedom in that too. I don't, I don't know where, well, I don't know where it's going. I know where it's headed. And I know we've been, been yapping for a while now, but, but that just, that this is kind of fresh and new to me, right? This, yeah. Where do I trust? Where do these gifts come from? But that's from? real because, yeah, you know, like he says, and you and you just quoted, my, my peace I give to you, my peace I leave with you. You know, not as the world gives do I give. I always add on if I take liberty to add on because, you know, the Lord gives gifts, peace that is everlasting. You know, the Lord gives peace that is not self-interested. The Lord gives peace that is that is concerned for the other. Um, that is redemptive, that is salvific, you know, and, and we give peace that is convenient for ourselves. 
you know we 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 we, we give peace that is self-interested and so you know you know white society gives peace that is integration not for the sake of black people because it's not concerned about black people but it's concerned about diluting the power base again back to that point i remember one of my aunts uh ruby russell uh you know god bless her soul she's gone on and um she used to say to me when you know back when i was in st louis and organizing and she would like talk about pruitt Igro, the housing projects that were destroyed by the government and uh, she said that before they blew up Pruitt Igo housing projects, you know, in, in, in if something happened in the morning, she could have a meeting, a community meeting with four, four to five hundred people by the afternoon. And after desegregation, it took weeks to get a meeting together. Mm. You know, so you dilute that power base, and you can no longer take responsible civic action. You can no longer engage. And so, you know, the 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 the, the world gives peace that is self interested that is concerned for its own well-being and upholding itself, uh, upholding in this instance, white supremacy, whereas the Lord gives peace that is everlasting. And so, like you said, we should at least question it because all good and perfect gifts come from God. Only good and perfect gifts come from God and all good and perfect gifts come only from God. You know, we can say it any of those ways. Um, and, it, and it encourages us, like you said, to at least do the, our due diligence to ensure that whatever the world is giving us um, is indeed um, from God. And only then would it be good and perfect. Well, so we got you all know uh, who, who listen there. You, you know that we got no easy answers. We got no uh, pat solutions. Um, and and so I'm curious to, to get us started there, Father. Well, if if so, how in the world do I live in this world? I mean, what? What steps do we take? I, I mean, you know, there's the move everybody to South Carolina and establish an independent nation. Free the land. Um, Provisional government, Republic of New Africa. Free the land. All right. That's, that's, that's another podcast. We'll put that on the list to do later. Um, and we want to hear from you listeners out there. You know, how, how do you how do you test the spirits? How do you live in a world where where every gift, um, everything that's offered to you may be twisted and, and used? Um how do we sustain ourselves and, and how do we move in a world where this happens? Um, I, I don't got a lot of good solutions to get us started. And, and I'm, I'm hoping maybe you got one or two and, and then I can disagree with you about that. Oh, man. Well, you know, I think I think first order of business is to 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 be in that space where we admit that that's the reality, you know, um, mm -hmm. where we can where we can step back and admit um, where, where, where black folk can stay, you know, stay calm enough, long enough. Because you start talking about the, the legends of the civil rights movement and you can't talk about what they did. You can't talk about the way that, that Thurgood Marshall argued Brown versus Board of Education. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, and you can't tell white folks that they ain't good. And then they haven't done this. And, th and we get we flare up instantly on both sides. Mm. But can we stay calm enough, long enough to be able to hear and, and then look back and see where those things have gotten us? Have they gotten us where we thought they were going to be? And if we are set in stone that they were all well-intentioned, then we at least have to admit that they were toxic charity because they did not have the, the positive effect that we had hoped for. At worst, we should be able to identify in some instances where it was down, down, downright intentional. It was downright and flat-out deception um, in, order, in, in, in order to maintain the balance of power. Um, and when we can stay calm enough, long enough to admit those two things, I think we'll be on the road to finding some some tangible solutions. 
Well, we're going to have to thank you. We're going to have to do some things about uh, maybe a follow-up podcast on, on Brown B Board of Education. Cause, cause I, I ain't ready to throw that one out the window. We're going to have to, we're going to have to, I'm going to go on the record now for those of you who are listening, right? Like I, I, that, I was not the one advocating against Brown B Board of Education. Just, we just throw that out there. Um, I am I am gonna take away, you know, from our from our scripture and, and from the conversation this idea of of at least asking myself, um, you know, what is what is the self-serving part of this piece for me, right? What 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 is my benefit in this moment, right? Is this is this really peace um or is this self-serving? Um because those those two don't coexist, right? right? Peace of God, as you said, um uh, so articulately, I was, I, was, I was so amazed at your how articulate you are. Um, so well spoken. It's so well spoken. Uh, yeah, it, and and that's gonna stay with me. I mean, thinking, really trying to reflect on where where am I in this? So uh, so yeah, that's what I'll oh, take. Man, oh, man. So we, we we want to know what you take away. Um, and so you know, we create a safe space for everyone. Uh, to hopefully engender. I mean, this is the goal of sharing these conversations that Father Case and I have to sort of model the way of having these sorts of conversations and, and remaining um, reconciled in peace and in love and in all mm-hmm. good things, mm-hmm. uh, assured of our identity in Jesus Christ. <laughs> but so we've established the uh, Facebook group. Go to racialheresy.com slash Facebook. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a, a little slight application just because we want to see if if you think or not, you know, like if you think about these issues or not. And, and, and hoping that at least that people that think about these issues are, are, are dedicated enough to to maintain sacred space in these issues so that then when in, in the group, we can hash out conversation and try to work towards some solutions that all of us can employ in our lives. Uh, so. Uh, hope that you would join us, racialheresy.com slash Facebook and join in on the on the conversation. Until next time, I'm Father Jabril. And I'm Father Case. Imploring you to risk it all and exercise whatever power and whatever privilege you have uh, to become a racial heretic. And now here it is, your moment of sin. The spotlight on Keaton also cast attention onto Kim's prior social media posts, including this one where she's holding a Confederate flag, a symbol of pride for some and racism for others. Her daughter's Twitter also contained a family photo with a Confederate flag. They're the only two photos, the only two photos on my entire planet that I'm anywhere near a Confederate flag. It was ironic, it was funny. It didn't have anything to do with no. racist intent. No, no, absolutely not. Thank you for listening to Racial Heresy. Be sure to visit our website, racialheresy.com, to post your questions, comments, and feedback, and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.